Welcome to episode 31 of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. This episode is about tolerations. Uh, Jake and I find through a lot of our research and coaching others is that um, looking at what you tolerate and how that affects the standard of operation for yourself and others is important uh, topic to take on. So we just we really dig into in this episode what are we tolerating and how does that affect uh, the success of us individually and our teams? Uh, we know you'll enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and have a good one. Welcome to another episode of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. Uh, I'm Chad Albert here with uh, Jake Johnson. Uh, this episode, we're going to discuss uh, the topic of, of what you tolerate uh, and how, how tolerating, you know, maybe something different than or, or less than or off of target. Uh, in our last episode, we discussed, you know, getting clear on what you want. Well, now it is like, you know, how tolerating less than that target of what you want uh, can affect the outcome and the engagement of the teams. Um, anything you want to add to that, Jake, as we get started here? No, that's that's a great, uh, I think, segue from our last episode into this episode. Yeah, looking forward to diving into how, what we tolerate, how we can problem solve that, um, really just being honest with ourselves and, and identifying what we're tolerating and then how to move forward. Yeah, and, and I'm excited about this in a way when because it's really an interesting spin on just looking at, at, at that word tolerate. Um, we we ran across this. Uh, it came up for Jake and I uh, prepping for for something to discuss out of uh, Jocko Willick's uh, book Extreme Ownership and and in the Navy SEALs uh, they they touch on that a lot. Is that you know what you tolerate becomes the norm. Uh, you know, it's in, in Navy SEALs and military operations. Uh, I mean, we have to be at a high level, right? I mean, there are lives at stake here and in some, you know, we're saving lives potentially in a military operation. Uh, so for them and, and the way he talks about extreme ownership in, in that book, it was really, you know, when we're training for something, if we tolerate less than, than the standard over time, our performance is going to suffer. And we, you know, Jocko does a really good job of applying that to business and through his, his training, his programs. And it's something that resonated with us. And, you know, I just really think about that over time. Uh, Let's even, even talk about language. Uh, Maybe we we want to operate in a way we we speak professional. We we maybe aren't using any type of bad language at work. you know, over time, you, you just kind of slowly let things slip and slide and, well, that's okay. And, um, you know, then it trans transmits into your family life maybe. And we start talking a little, you know, and, and I know this guy rang, hang around some football players and stuff. And, you know, sometimes the, the language just slowly gets less and less to where it, it doesn't feel so effective anymore. And I think that just, uh, you know, applies so much to the workplace and the teams is that, um, yeah, we, if, if we keep that bar high, we do the work to figure out what we want. Uh, we, we know we've got a certain standard of excellence we want to achieve. Uh, it, it really is like, hey, we're not going to tolerate less than that. And not, not in a bad way, but just as a team, hey, here's a standard. Every week, every interaction, we get a chance to kind of review ourselves against that standard. And, and to just be aware that if we start to tolerate less than or not hitting that, that over, over time, our effectiveness as a team starts to degrade. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think um, a couple that come to mind in business might be showing up on time for meetings. Like that could be an agreement that we make as a team that we're all going to show up on time. Um, and I think that's probably a pretty common one in business. But what happens when a senior person to the meeting is the one that's running late? Uh, so, you know, for example, if I called the meeting and I'm running it, but there's, you know, a senior person coming in, do I wait or do I start the meeting right at 10? Um, and what do we tolerate? And especially when it's up managing, right? It's somebody that's senior to me. How does that get tolerated or not? Well, can we just show up late to meetings? Uh, what's the standard? And so I think one, you know, making sure that we have clarity on the standard. And then two, I, you know, I'm, I'm coming at this from a place of like, I don't know what to do. I, I tolerate it, right? Somebody comes in late, I tolerate it, uh, especially if they're senior. If they're, I mean, not even especially, but if it's a direct report, it's probably going to be something that I address, um, not in that moment, but later. Um, but I think when it's managing up, I think that it is harder to like, okay, I guess this is the culture. Well, I'm tolerating it. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, probably one of those things you work on over time is it, you say that, say that example you gave starts to happen. Well, that, that's an opportunity where you're like, okay, Hey, can we meet after the meeting? Mm-hmm. Because maybe it's an opportunity for you to, to review with, with your upline management yeah, this is the standard, you know, and, and mm-hmm. the expectation would be if you're going to be late, it, let me know as the person running the meeting, what your expectation is. Am I allowed to start without you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And even double checking the, the standard, like maybe, it, you know, I just want to, is this the standard or is it okay for a couple of minutes late? Uh, there's always emergencies that come up, right. But when it's happening all the time, uh, you know, well, I was talking to, my senior person. And so, you know, I couldn't get out in this meeting. And um, yeah, I, I think another one that comes up that is uh, probably pretty common in business that I would guess we tolerate in today's age of connectedness. But if we're in a meeting, are we on our phones? You know, oh, I'm typing notes. Okay. Well, uh, is it okay to check the phone? Phone rings. You know, how are we managing how we're showing up? being present, what are we tolerating in those uh, instances? And I think, uh, I guess to start, how important it is to have a team agreement. Um, And especially, and I think we did a podcast not too long ago, but I think it's especially important as we head into this hybrid idea or working remote kind of full, you know, full-time idea, or uh, even being back in the office, what are our community agreements? Like, and agreeing on that, right? And I, if I manage a small team, I can form that with my team. If I have a larger team that maybe not even direct, but we all have kind of a teamwork, uh, we're on the same team. Forming those community agreements, I think, are critical in establishing what the standard is to start. Making sure oh, we all know the standard is we show up on time. Yeah, and that's it's so important with, with a lot of things. It just goes back, you know, back to the basic goal goal setting uh, mantra: if we don't measure it, we can't we can't change it. Um, you know, and, and so there, you know, this concept of what do, you, what do you tolerate is really first, it has to start with clear expectations, you know, th- these agreements, the definitions of what the standard is, um, you know, so that you know, hey, here's where it is. Uh, anything less than this, if we start tolerating um, coming to meetings late, uh, being on our phones in meetings, all, all these kind of behaviors that aren't 
what we actually want, uh, you know, then, then there's the interaction of the team, you know, maybe people start getting a, they don't even know that they're getting offended when they're presenting and they see somebody looking at their phone. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but in the end is like, well, yeah, you, you are actually kind of taking that personally in a sense, but it, it's just so important to do the work to start with, you know, define what you want in a general sense, and then really get clear on those, those specific uh, things that we can define and create expectations around um, that are behavior based. And, you know, is it, you know, like you said, as we come back to the office and more of these hybrid workspaces, is it, is it okay to wear the same clothes to the, to the office in person with everybody else that we wear in our home office? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, is that okay or not? We, we don't know. I mean, uh, I, I think a lot of it with the organization is, is getting clear on what your standard of excellence is. Mm-hmm. You know, are we going to operate at a level where we're just, you know, detail oriented so that, our behaviors every day are so detailed that we're not, we're kind of used to being very clean and crisp on what we do so that our, our performance is the same way. And um, I think a, a, a book, at least it resonates with me out of this, this book is this kind of mentality. It's, it's called let the score take care of itself. Uh, it's the kind of the story of Bill Walsh in the 1980 something uh, San Francisco 49ers and how he ran that program. And, you know, there were, there were things he didn't tolerate like they, their helmet was part of their uniform and their uniforms were kept clean and, and dialed in and you didn't use your helmet to sit on, lean on hurt. You know, it wasn't that it was a helmet it went on your head and it was kept clean and dialed in. And I just, to me, that's just a great example through that book. And even the titles, let the score take care of itself. We're going to, we're going to win by the details. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's important when you can get, get down, understand what the details are, you know, are maybe in our team, we want our desks always clean and organized. Um, you know, we plan time for it. Um, you know, the front desk, the, the reception area in our office is organized and clean and dusted. You're like all those little things all set the standard for how the, the team's going to behave when, when the work is getting done. I, I think that's mm-hmm important yeah yeah uh, a, a couple of things come to mind one is resistance but uh, first all a story is coming to mind as well as you mentioned the bill walsh one and i i probably get some of the details wrong but i want to say it was van halen it was a story i never underhood understood but i want to say it was van halen and in the contract van halen when they would go to a concert they had written in their contract um the lead singer i want to say uh, said, you know, I want a bowl of M&Ms and I don't want any orange ones in the bowl. And I thought, man, what? that's kind of a tight ass. Like, why would you do that, right? Uh, but the whole point was, if somebody's, I know if I, get, if I go to Chicago or whatever city they're playing in, there's a bowl of M&Ms, there's no orange ones in there. I know somebody read the contract, they're paying attention to the details, they've followed through on all of the details, and we're going to have a good show. Everything's in order. If that isn't the case, that's an indication to me, hey, things might be a little sloppy. We need to tighten up. You know, I probably got some due diligence to do and make sure we got to do some sound checks, make sure everything's squared away because it may not be. And this is that was his litmus test for that. Um, and I think at some point that became a story that uh, I think helped signify those small details uh, in the military is making your bed and bouncing a quarter off of it or whatever. And you might think, well, why would I need to do that? Why is that important? But it's, 
taking care of ourselves in those little ways, whether it's grooming, whether it's professional attire, whether it's the language we use or how we speak, how we write, shorthand, all those things, I think up-level us or down-level us in terms of what our performance is, and then expand that out into the team and how we're, how we're performing as a team, what the standard is, but then how uh, the team is performing from an engaged standpoint and from a um, actual you know performance and, and back to Bill Walsh, those details matter and the score is going to take care of itself. We don't need to be so worried about the score. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's so fitting, right. To, to this conversation is if we spend time thinking about the end game and only the end game without where we currently are, um, that we may never reach it. Right. We, we have to like, I put it in terms of even any type of goal setting you want to get to a certain place. What are you going to do right now? What are the steps? How are you going to measure each and every step? Um, you know, it's the miscalcul the, the misses on the first tiny step that affect yeah. the outcome. You know, I mean, yeah. if, if an artillery cannon is off by a 10th of a degree, you, you know, mm-hmm. where the artillery round ends 10 miles from here, it might be off a mile. Um, right. So, right. You know, this, if we, as much as we can, as we lead our teams, know where we want to be in every action that we do on a daily basis and, you know, and tighten up what we tolerate as misses on those little things. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole operation starts to run, run better at the end game out, out at the, the end customer. Right. Um, I mean, that, that's what we're in business for is to sell products and services to other people. Um, you know, when they, we get out, out in, to that realm where we're actually um, exchanging funds and, and making money, you know, that's where mm-hmm. the details matter. That's the score in the end. Uh, but we got to start, start right here with uh, where we're at and, and not, you know, not tolerating big misses on a daily basis from little actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that takes me to even the, back to the community agreements, but what happens when, when uh, we're outside the standard? What do you do when, when okay, I notice now that, that uh, I can tolerate this or choose another path, either for myself or a team member? And that can be a part of the community agreements, right? I mean, if we have a community agreement that we're showing up to on time, we can have a community agreement about what it looks like to, I guess, reestablish that or what it looks like to come back to that if we are off course on showing up to meetings on time, whatever those community agreements are, which might be, okay, this is how we're going to, um, confront you or how we're going to discuss this issue uh, from a standards standpoint. Um, so yeah, I think, I guess that's, that's one just personally I'll say is just a really hard because I, I guess maybe we don't want to be the tight ass. Like we don't want to be the, Hey, you're worried about tying our shoes or polishing your shoes or whatever in the military there might, you know, I'm kind of going back to that as a reference point, making your bed. Um, but man, those things are important and, and really squaring away ourselves allows us to uh, perform at a high level in those other areas. You can't just, um, I don't know, I guess if I use the football analogy, like try to run Hail Marys all the time and run sprints to get, you know, you got to do your blocking and tackling. You got to do the little things to give you that edge to do the the big play. Um, It isn't just this easy thing that I think, um, yeah, maybe I don't have a coherent thought there, but it isn't like, it isn't something that we can very easily just put um, like, we're just going to come to this end place. We're going to build this product without doing those little things. Those little things are the important things that help you get to that product 
uh, and having that product be delivered when you want it to be and at the quality you want it to be. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's where if we uh, tolerate a whole bunch of miscalculations along the way, um, uh, you know, the end product may not even resemble what we thought it would be. Absolutely. And that's even for ourselves, right? On a daily basis. And it's, you know, on a, on a personal basis, as we tolerate, you know, say we were trying to hit a fitness goal, but, but we go, ah, oh, it's okay to eat a candy bar every now and then, or, um, cheat meal. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the cheat meal it's, uh, I, I think is this balance between, you know, mentally, we don't want to be perceived as some extremist on, on something, but is it being extreme to just have high standards and reach a right. goal? Um, right. I think they get into the whole world of putting judgments aside and egos and all these kind of things, but it's really, you know, what, what we're willing to tolerate is what we're going to get in the end. And that's the whole point of this, this episode is look at what, what we're tolerating. Are we tolerating a bunch of missed uh, expectations every day? Um, mm-hmm. That could be how our, our business life, our, our team interactions, all that stuff uh, starts to show up because, you know, we don't want to maybe be seen as some hardline person, but uh, I think if we're clear with those around us, Hey, these are the expectations. This is the end goal. We want to be seen as, as you know, the 1980 something San Francisco 49ers. I mean, that was a, a phenomenally successful football team. Um, yeah, is that where you want to be, or do we want to be still be considered as you know the mediocre middle of the pack, whatever? It it, it is a it's it's just that's where it's at. We got to like look at what we're tolerating and, and how many misses we're going to tolerate every day. And, um, yeah, yeah. Are we going to hope? You know that mediocre football team. Well, we'll start to practice and we'll hope, right? And, you know, we'll do some things and maybe we'll do them at a different level each day. I'm going to try hard today. I'm not going to try hard tomorrow. Uh, we got a lot of conditioning today. I'm going to half-ass that. Um, and and really, you know, I think giving it our all in every drill, you know, all the conditioning and just making sure that we're at that high level. And giving it our all means also making our bed and eating properly and getting dressed and doing all the right things. And, you know, I'm saying that in sweats and a hoodie sweatshirt. So <laughs> a little bit of a challenge to myself there even. But um doing those right things and, and what we tolerate and how we're showing up in terms of our performance. I mean, I think that that is, does really affect us. One of the things you said, even in a, a couple of podcasts ago with the Stephen Covey, right. Starting with the end in mind. And I think you, we can start with the end in mind, or we can do that artillery example where we're off a 10th of a degree, but that means we're off by miles down the road. And if we're do- doing that in our business, all of a sudden we're a different company. We have a different culture. We're making different products than what we set out to do, what we want to be, who we want to be. And so I think, gosh, to really set that, I mean, go back to our last agenda of like, what do you want? Really setting that for ourselves, I think is really important as a company, products, who who we are, why we show up as a team, all those things are so important. So we've got that endpoint in mind. And then what are the things we're going to do? And then if there is any deviation, we're not going to tolerate it. What are we tolerating? What are we allowing? Because that's in jeopardy. It's directly jeopardizing us being us getting to that end goal. And I think to Bill Walsh, if you're throwing your helmet in the mud, that's we're not going to tolerate that. That's a detail that is indicative and reflective that you're not going to block on that important play. And we need you to be doing all the small things. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's exactly it. It's just it, training those little small details and getting you know so ritualized and oriented with you know. 
you know, I'm going to be the best bed maker in the morning because that means that I'm, I've developed a skill to be really good at something. And every day it's boom. I, I know how to be good at this, right. And these little details, then you're like, wait, when I go into my other operation, I, I, I'm a little sloppy. How can I be really good at that? And I just think, you know, foundationally we build, if we can build really good details and, um, you know, hit, hit the targets at a really detailed level with the little, little parts in our lives, in our teams, it really just goes out to everything. Our interactions at work, in the community, other places, um, you know, we're going to be trusted to be the, the, the treasurer of our local, you know, nonprofit we're a board member of or whatever. Right. Because we're, we just, we know how to do the details and, and it's just setting those expectations for ourselves. And then it goes out into our teams and everything else. But it, when we can just use that at every level along the way, tolerate, you know, not tolerating missing by, you know, you know, I'm not going to miss counting back my change by 50 cents every time, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, nobody would tolerate that. I don't think. And, uh, I, I, I think that kind of sums up uh, what we're doing there. Uh, one thing I want to make sure we, we don't miss is what we were talking about earlier is also how um, using uh, the word tolerate in a negative context can also kind of be a, it, detract from our teams a little bit and you you were using an example of like you know this won't be tolerated or else um you know creating mm-hmm. that that real kind of a fear-based culture off of we don't tolerate anything um i, I don't think that's what we're after at all with this right right yeah so playing with the extremes right it would be tolerating too much but then not tolerating anything and what comes out of that and this, I mean, so it's one thing to be striving for excellence and have a mission and everybody on board and have engaged employees and to be engaged in that team setting. Uh, but then to also, you know, if we take tolerating too, too far, it would be more of this authoritarian. We're not going to tolerate that. It's this fear-based. If you screw up, this is going to be, you know, public shaming or whatever uh, it would be um, to, to, you know, yeah. To your point, that's not what we're after. That's not what we're talking about. There is that other extreme that that we don't that we're not advocating for. It is really just striving for excellence and holding ourselves individually and our teams accountable to that. Yeah, that's that. That's it. That's what we're after. There is just you know, and I, and I think as we we sum this up, and you know, how how do we how do we look at what we tolerate? Is really is rooted in having clear goals and very clear detailed expectations Absolutely. of all the steps leading toward the end goal. Not, you know, not just, you know, we want, as I look at my computer mouse here, we, you know, we want a, a mouse that's got these shapes. Well, we, you know, we want every piece that goes into that to be the piece that it's supposed to be. And mm-hmm. I think as we build our teams and those interactions, define what those roles and responsibilities, what those expectations are, um, it, and then, then just set the standard, you know, we're, we don't, we just don't tolerate dropping those standards over time. You know, here's the bar. This is what we're always shooting for. Um, you know, if we miss, here's what we do. Here's how we deal with it in, you know, interpersonally, here's, here's the rules of engagement uh, when people do miss, because we're not, we're human, we're not perfect, but um, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not going to just let the standard continue. We're not going to tolerate the standard to just continue to degrade over time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think one of the things that that um, we're talking about too is is that this also doesn't mean that you're. I guess if I liken it to like working out or or running, you know, excellence doesn't mean that you're always sprinting. Uh, we're not going to tolerate. Well, you can't sprint all the time, right? And so, uh, excellence is the best that you can do and striving for that, right? And so how do we, you know, if it was running, how do we design workout plans? How do we really build ourselves up? How do we eat correctly to, to uh, excel in, in running, um, if that's the, if the case? And so I just also wanna iterate this excellence isn't that you're always sprinting or that you always have to be, you know, excellence doesn't mean that you're always going hardcore, you're always working out, you're always doing your blocking drills. Um, there's this balance that comes into place as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm one that just loves the idea of striving for excellence, but I, I also kind of want to hamper my own expectations that that doesn't mean that, um, we're always running around the office at, you know, at a high level, there's downtime, there's creative thinking and, and other things that come into play that are really important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is a, it, it is the, the whole picture in the end. And, and if we do, if we do focus too much on any one thing and get extreme there, then, then it's out of balance. Um, and so, right. but, but that's in that, that, that's part of that whole equation as we get really good at defining all the standards along the way, all the details that go. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. It allows us to say, well, here, here's, here's these bars along the way for these different things. Um, you know, and as operation, we're just, we're not going to tolerate, you know, downgrading the standards. I think that's what's mm-hmm. really coming out for me of this too, is it's just about having a standard, but, but keeping it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How do we yeah. keep it at a high level? Because uh, all these little things along the way, they all add up to the end game. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it have a really big Im- impact on an organization where you take, take this conversation. Hopefully it lands with some folks out there. It'll be like, Hey, you know, maybe there's places in our organization. We don't even have any standards defined. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, we need to have those community agreements establishing those standards. Yep. Absolutely. And I think, just the challenge to myself and probably echoes the extreme ownership mentality of it starts with me. Like I'm the one that can design my own standard of excellence and how I'm going to show up and, and the way I'm going to perform. And um, yeah, I guess I would just encourage the listener to start with themselves. It's probably easy to think about others and, and how they're not holding themselves to the standards, but how is we, how I as an individual hold myself to the standard and, and set the example as a team leader, as a team member, as an individual contributor to help shape the culture because I, you know, I contribute to the culture and what I tolerate, even for myself. Absolutely. It's a great way to wrap it up too. I mean, I just did all, uh, so much of this uh, in- engagement in our teams and everything. It does start with us individually. Um, so, you know, how, how can we start with ourselves? What are the standards of our own that we're not, that we're tolerating a little bit less than excellence? Um, you know, take that out into the team and uh, continue to build yourself forward. Well, we hope you've enjoyed uh, another great episode here. I, I know uh, Jake and I always get a, get a lot from these ourselves, just sit down and take a topic and, and, and talk it through. Uh, any, any comments, anything, um, you know, like, and share the podcast, uh, go over to pinnacle leadership advancement.com. Uh, I think there's a place there you can leave comments for us and we're looking to continue to grow grow this movement of ours in uh, working to have a more engaged workforce. Uh, Again, thank you. And we'll uh, see you on the next one.